I would like to start off by acknowledging all tangata whenua of Tamaki Makoto where I am recording. I pay my respect to tūpuna past and present here and across the motu. Ngā mihi nui ki koto. Kia ora everyone and welcome to Ribbon Tide Dreams, a queer as fuck podcast with me, Miss Gina. In today's episode, I am joined by Chanel and Nehana from the Conversion Therapy Action Group to discuss ending conversion therapy here in New Zealand. So trigger warning for this episode, if there is anyone out there who doesn't wish to listen to discussions of religion and conversion therapy. Ladies, gentlemen, boys and girls, and everyone in my betweens, welcome along. I am joined by two amazing people today in my whare uh, from the Conversion Therapy Action Group for Ending Conversion Therapy in New Zealand. They're looking at me as I say this. It's so funny. <laughs> we've, just this, we've just had this like massive corridor before recording, and we've been just like spilling tea, getting comfortable, and now we're like, let's get serious. Welcome, guys. Kia ora, Gina. Kia ora. How's it going? Good. Thank you for being here. Um, I've got you both in because I think this is um, something I want to learn about, and I think people need to be no in the know because I didn't even know this was happening. Well, neither did I till last year. Right. Well, you would assume that something like this would be already illegal, but right. surprise. <laughs> no, and it's yeah, it's weird because New Zealand kind of prides themselves in being this like progressive, like we're you know doing things before other countries and here's something that's sort of been like tucked away, not spoken about. Um, so firstly, I have Chanel La. Welcome. Hello. Hello. Kia ora. Uh, youth MP for Manuko East. Uh, someone who went viral and became like famous <laughs> according to themselves. Um, <laughs> <laughs> for a speech in government uh, about ending conversion therapy. Um, what an incredible speech. Thank you. Well done. Um, thank you for doing that. How, how does it feel after all this fame? <laughs> oh, my God. I have to hide myself inside my house. <laughs> I can't go out without a filter. see everywhere. Uh, um, uh, from Fiji? Yes. When did you get here? 2014, fresh off the boat. Really? So, yeah. so, yeah, so I can't hear. So you can hear it in the accent. Yeah. Oh, cool. And on the other side, I have Nehana Waitai. Kia ora, Gina. Uh, Kairahi. No, I already fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like trying to read my notes. Um, Kaiarahi, that is right, eh? Kaiarahi. Kaiarahi. Takatapui, rainbow representative for Princess Street Labour, also described as head cheerleader, homecoming queen, part <laughs> model. <laughs> that is from a, uh, a YouTube show called Most Popular Girls in School, the ultimate, uh, I think, gay icon show there is. Oh, I know. Who the fuck are you? Who the fuck are you? I need. To poop here. <laughs> I quote that video a lot. So do I. Oh my goodness. Deandra, you're a cheerleader. You shit with us. No, you're a vampire. You shit with us. You broke uh, my fucking arm. <laughs> you ripped my arm off. I, I lost like 27 pounds. Uh, what's your secret? Uh, I had my arms ripped off. <laughs> I love um, lunch lady Belinda. As oh well. my like, goodness. So camp. Give me a V. Give me an A. Give me a G. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
So we're here to discuss something, yeah, quite important, I think. Um, let's go with Chanel first. Um, what is conversion therapy? Um, okay, perfect. I mean, the, the, the professional answer would be to say that it is changing someone's LGBTQIA plus orientation to cisgendered and or heterosexual. And it is done through multiple practices. So we have psychoanalysis and talk therapy, where people are basically told that they are broken, that they need to be fixed, and they can be through, for example, praying. So that is the most recent kind of therapy that we use. Um, we've, in the past, we've used uh, electroconvulsive therapy, where people, wow. have, where people have been shocked and therefore causing memory loss. Yeah. How fucked up. Yeah. Uh, and we've also used um, techniques where we show people same-sex pornography while we give them, giving them in nausea-inducing drugs. When you say, wait, is it like uh, the church or well, is it, it who, the, who is these, doing this? The, I mean, you would need a medical professional to do electroconvulsive therapy. Mm -hmm. That has been done in the past. Right. Um, so they've done, they're done by medical professionals, but now you, medical prof professionals have uh, taken up uh, an ethics code that makes it unethical for them to practice it. However, religious organizations say nothing's stopping them. Right. So it's like happening behind closed doors. Well, sometimes not closed doors because there are organizations such as Living Wisdom who have publicly advertised on their website that they practice this and they label being homosexual as orientation pain. I mean, anal does hurt. Uh, <laughs> yeah, use some lube first and it'll be much easier. <laughs> um, uh, so, sorry, Living Wisdom. Wisdom. What is that organization? Are they a church? Are they a... God fucking knows. <laughs> They're not credible. Right. How do they earn money? What are they... Oh, well, they... I think they're only... They they do more than conversion therapy. Okay, it's just something that they but, do. Yeah, something that they do. It's one of their services. Are they a cult? <laughs> I mean, they uh, could. They're like... They're a school of counseling that uh, basically has roots in um, like religious practices and beliefs. So while uh, many other professional uh, medical associations uh, give counselling on a uh, psychological or uh, medical basis, this group uh, does it through um, a spiritual uh, biased uh, perspective, um, yeah. very fundamentalist uh, Christian sort of approach to uh, treatment. As, are schools employing this group to... Uh, come in or they they are employing students <laughs> they've uh, people and from they're the, employing students oh uh, well this organization people from the organization we can't put out names there because i know we don't want defamation care of course, <laughs> of course. Uh, um, people from the organization have come out and said that they've trained they've trained over a hundred uh, counselors or therapists to mm -hmm. practice conversion therapy yeah, and haven't they um, also, uh, I think they've claimed to have converted around about... Oh, 20 people, I 20, think. 20, um, 30 people? Yeah, they told, I think, TV... And 20 is 22 many. <laughs> yes, yeah. I mean, yeah. it's, it's been proven by... There is absolutely no evidence that this works. 100% of the times, it does not work. Because, right. because you cannot possibly pray the gay away, but you can psychologically damage someone to the point where they Damaging suppress them. their... Yeah. And obviously Feelings? lead to more stuff like yeah. suicide as well, oh, yeah. which oh, the yeah. numbers for that are mental. Um, I saw some 
graph, I believe, on the Instagram you posted about tra- the amount of like transgender people who have gone through this. What was the numbers in that? Uh, so the Counting Ourselves report, that was the Counting Ourselves report, and it, that is the first ever research we've done around conversion therapy. So it That was sh- you guys doing that? No, it no? wasn't. Uh, I've forgotten who the official people uh, behind I'll it were. Uh, um, so what the report showed was that 17% of the 1,178 people surveyed mm reported being approached by a medical professional to be given uh, conversion therapy. So that 17% is 200 people from Mm -hmm. 1,178 people have gone through conversion therapy through a medical professional. Is that, was that New Zealand? Or yes. Was, yeah. yes. New Zealand alone. New Zealand specific, yes. Wow. Yeah. So counting ourselves, the survey was, uh, it's the first ever study of um, uh, the, the health and well-being of tra- trans New Zealanders uh, across the country. And non-binary. Um, and non-binary and uh, gender diverse. Uh, it was led by uh, Dr. Jamie Veal, who's a senior lecturer at, of psychology at the University of Waikato. And she's the uh, principal investigator for the project. Um, and also uh, a few other researchers across the country, such as... Uh, Jack Byrne, uh, Sam Guy, and uh, a few others as well down here. So, yeah, it's um, a cross-university uh, psychological evaluation of uh, health and well-being. Mm-hmm. And the, the, the findings are, are shocking. 17% is, is far too high. This, yeah. Yeah. One, in, one, out of, one out of six? Yeah. yeah. Kind of, one yeah, yeah, Almost yeah. one out of five. And one I, out of five. Yeah. Uh, I think another 35% reported that they weren't sure. A, a kind of more broad question, but, like, why is it happening here in New Zealand uh, I saw a recent um, graph that showed that, like, Christianity um, or uh, – what is the difference between Christianity and Catholicism? They're kind of the from people the they same stem, but, like – Yeah, Catholicism yeah. is, like, a branch of Christianity um, right. that worships – I think they, they don't believe in the, um, like, trilateralism between, like, uh, you know, the Holy Spirit, God, and Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. I think – uh, and there are like other things like Protestant who yeah. um, believe in uh, the three. And I think most of New Zealand is Protestant. Like I was raised um, in a Christian uh, family who went to a Protestant church. And mm-hmm. uh, even then, you know, like, like talking to Catholic, you know, friends and family, like, you know, they're, they're very different values. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It yeah. all kind of stems from Christian. Yeah, it all stems from the Bible and yeah. uh, the, the same uh, values around the Old Testament and the New Testament. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And well. then everything's stolen from paganism. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, yeah. so... Hey listeners, sorry for this interruption, but after the following question, something really weird happens with the microphone that my guests were using. It started to crackle and impossible to hear their answer. Um, There was definitely a spirit in the room, I'm just saying, so I'm getting the sage out and I'm going to cleanse this area. So apologies for the audio for the next minute after the question. I had to use audio from my microphone, so the volume is turned all the way up and it's tough to hear so apologies for the next minute after the question that i ask so why is it happening um is it like say let's just think of a um a a standard let's just say a young gay person teenager right now is the church sort of putting it onto the parents to be like hey we've noticed this let's do something or is it the parents going to the church is it a mix of both so why is that happening and like who's really behind this i would say that it's a mix of both i mean you've got um you've got queer new zealanders who grow up in these communities uh you know that with strong 
family ties and uh, community ties to their church and um, this uh, can create a, a power imbalance between um, their parents, their elders, their community leaders um, and themselves. Mm. And when a, uh, a, a queer person uh, comes out, uh, mm -hmm. um, uh, you know, they've often been in the church since, you know, they were, they were young yeah. and um, they've been taught that being gay, being, uh, being trans, being anything that isn't uh, straight and cis is wrong. Yeah. That can have uh, a tremendous um, psychological effect on, on someone. I mean, even totally. me, when I realized I was gay, I was, um, I kept to myself for a long time mm -hmm. because I was afraid of what people would, uh, would do to me. Um, yeah. And of course, like now my family uh, is accepting and I, I'm very, but I realized I'm very fortunate to have that. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm very thankful. Um, but I realized that for me, for many, uh, people that isn't the case. We, um, as Shanila said before, like we do live in a homophobic country. We do live in a transphobic country and, uh, we aren't completely accepted yet. And, um, unfortunately this can lead to people, um, uh, being forced into or wanting to seek uh, conversion therapy. Mm -hmm. And what we're saying as, um, as the conversion therapy action group is that you don't need to do that. We love you for who you are. Mm -hmm. We accept you for who you are. And we um, are calling on the government and uh, anyone in the country to uh, protect uh, the LGBT plus community with all the power that they have. In this community, we get to choose our family. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, uh, the, one of the, the four, uh, there's a fourth uh, subsection aim of the CTAG. We uh, will protect all kids at bus stops. Uh, for being <laughs> and you're here to make that clear. And we're here to make it clear. If and only if you can pluck a sick double wig reveal. So. Yes! <laughs> um, did you see Monet jumping off the sky tower? I did. Like her oh wig my goodness. On, bitch. I, yes. I did not think that was a wig. Honestly, it can mm. survive. It can, if it can survive a sky tower right. jump honestly that was glued this is why <laughs> i kind of i kind won. of wish she did that whole um you know she like reveals pussycat wig under <laughs> another. like she had one and when she jumped off the first wig flew off and then hit yeah. the other one um, sick that, reveal that honestly i want to see that on rupaul's drag race uk someone drop, drops <laughs> off the, the oh, london, london eye <laughs> yeah and they're like oh yeet and they're like wig just flies off the flowers mm -hmm. everywhere that like the the uk flag just like pops up like wow as a parachute. That's how you should represent your hometown. Um, <laughs> sorry, I kind of skimmed over. I mentioned it and then forgot about it. Um, a graph that sort of recently came out, I can't remember who posted it, but was um, showing the decline in New Zealand is, I think it was from the census actually, uh, decline in people who identify with Christianity. It was kind of on the decline versus people that have ticked like no religion or other. Um, so if that is happening, um, where did conversion therapy come out of all of this? Is it on the rise or is it, is it just that it's never been talked about? I, I'm not uh, particularly sure. My feel would that be, um, you know, we, well, of course, uh, I think no religion is, is the dominant belief in this country right now. Yeah, and that's, uh, I think the, it's the first time in a sense is that it's overtaken the other, I I think is where the graph was yeah, showing. Yeah, this, this graph here, which is a pie chart just in religions in New Zealand, yes. uh, that shows that no religion is 48.6% of the population mm -hmm. compared to um, around about 35% uh, 
uh, some uh, Christianity uh, mm. identification. I, and it, I it, it used that, to be much higher a few decades ago. Yeah. I'm sure it was, you know, like, yeah, yeah majority were, like, Christian. Of course, mm. like, you know, the European colonizers were, were, were Christian. When they came here, they <laughs> imposed their beliefs I over colonialism. all of us. We, we do not stand colonialism <laughs> and, and this fire. Yeah. Uh-uh. Um, that can uh, sashay away. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, but, uh, yeah, so we are moving towards a, a country that's going more secular. Um, mm. And I think we are becoming a country that's more accepting of other people's beliefs and identities as well. Um, especially after like uh, March 15th with the attack in Christchurch, mm. I, I think we really saw the country unite uh, together um, despite all our differences yeah. uh, that we can, you know, we can come together and show love and acceptance. And I think that's what we all need to do in, in all aspects, you know, being intersectional, uh, making sure that we, um, you know, pe- recognize people have differences, but that doesn't make them bad people. And I think that um, many, uh, many queer youth um, still need to like have this message sent out to them that says like, you know, we, we love you and um, you are, you are perfect just as you are. Mm-hmm. So that's important as well. So important. I mean, I grew up in a small town called Fakatane and I, don't know I didn't know any other gay people. I knew I was gay from, you know, early teens. Mm-hmm. Um and was Grindr out back then? <laughs> oh, definitely not. It was called Bebo. <laughs> <laughs> I, honestly, like before the you guys are so lucky. You got Grinder, you got Tinder. I, I had Bebo um, back in the day. Yeah, as well. like it's literally society. when I was huh? I guess uh, I mean I was seventeen the first time I met up with another gay person. Um and so I mean, the only way to do that when I was that age was I would be on Bebo and sort of going through different profiles as you do. And like, if, if there's a, another male that has like in their music, like Britney Spears or <laughs> Christina Aguilera, <laughs> you know, okay, they must be gay. So you'd add them and then like flip them a message. And that, that was how you would find other gay people through Bebo is like looking at their interests and being like, ah! Ah, they're gay. Because <laughs> no straight guys out there being like, I love listening to Britney. <laughs> um, so that was my way in a small town. Um, but yeah, as um, going so through like here on their playlist, like uh, everybody pop this pussy like ah, yes, yeah. that was it. Um, Nowadays, if Bieber, if Bieber, uh, Bieber was like still a thing and grinded things or Tinder or whatever, it'll be like oh, okay, so this person got cupcake up there. They got lizard. That's it. <laughs> Gay. Um, so throughout my like youth and then into high school, um, I never had anything like say Rainbow Youth. Um, any idea of what it meant to be queer. And so I didn't think I was okay because I didn't know any other gay people growing up. And so today it's so amazing that um, we have like, yeah, like Rainbow Youth, which is sort of branching out into the regions, um, you know, and for you doing this as well. It's so good that, yeah, people out there just need to hear that it's okay. They're okay. The positive message. That's Yeah, that's awesome. it's so important. Um, and what is the easiest way to do stuff like that? I mean, to go out to say like a regional area with brochures, there's traveling involved, there's money costs, like that's so, not everyone has the money behind say your organization or other ones like Rainbow Youth even, you know, um, or something that's free, which is social media. But then how do you reach those people through social media? Um, what is like the easiest way to spread a message around New Zealand? That's interesting because um, different regions we have, like, there are communities, for example, if you go down to South Auckland, if you come to Orahu, mm-hmm. evidently, you know, people are homophobic. 
you would walk down the street and you get called names. However, if you're in Auckland Central, it's quite different. Yes. So ideally what you would want is the same message to be sent around the country, but you cannot do that because yeah. what, what resonates with people and what is accepted by people in Auckland Central is not in South Auckland. Mm-hmm. So I think it's a matter of recognizing the people in the area. So for example, if the church communities came together in South Auckland and said, you know what, our religion doesn't teach us to hate, it mm-hmm. rather teaches us to accept people. And if those religious communities could really get their head in mm-hmm. and start uh, sending out a positive message, that would work for conservative communities. However, places like Auckland Central, you could easily just use uh, posters and social media. Yeah, I suppose if there was yeah, a poster put up in Auckland Central and one down in South Auckland somewhere, um, the chances of it getting ripped down in South Auckland would be much, much higher. higher. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, and what about like cost wise? Like, as I was trying to say, like, you know, it's, it's difficult to get like funding or donations for something like that. Um, is, is social media our best friend right now to, to attempt spreading messages like this? Definitely. I mean, first off, our organization has no money. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely um, no money. But we've been getting momentum through, uh, through social media, through Facebook, Instagram, mm. um, and also just through... Uh, yeah, Chanel's got like 8,000 followers now. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah 8,600. <laughs> I've got, uh, I've got four, 440. I, I'll plug my Instagram at the end. Uh, <laughs> I'll put links in there. Exactly. Um, it's all over Gina's Instagram. Uh, Instagram, Facebook. Yes. Uh, yeah. So it's, um, it, it is free, uh, social media and, uh, we have gotten intention because of that. Um, also through other media outlets like Chanel after your speech in, uh, parliament that went viral mm-hmm. and, um, people, uh, saw it and people were like, why is this happening? I'm, I'm shocked. I was that one of those people. Yeah. yeah. Like I, even I was like, I didn't realize it was still a thing that, um, was so, easily accessible. I mean, we saw the, uh, the Sunday documentary last year, mm-hmm. um, where we had, yes. I think, uh, three, uh, people come forward with their stories and we had the reporter, um, what's his name? Kyle. Max. Uh, a reporter <laughs> from Andrew? the. Andrew? No. Andrew, Andrew Mac. Andrew McFarland. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And so, um, he went, I think, uh, he said he was able to solicit, uh, easily, um, from, uh, 10 okay. different people. Mm. Uh, which is shocking. Like this one, one of the people on that was also Paul, who I know. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I love Paul mm, so much. He's up. so great. Um, uh, Labour. Yes. <laughs> yes. I would have said young Labour, but he's not young anymore. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he looks at though. I actually love don't. You, Paul. <laughs> I actually don't know his uh, his real age. He's uh, I was yeah, like, baby. Oh, <laughs> stunning. He's, a, he's in my generation. I think he's a couple, couple <laughs> years older than me. That's fine. Oh, he's he's such a sweetheart, and yeah, he's he been um, supportive of. Um, even in his capacity as rainbow representative on uh, the Labour Party's council, um, he's he's been a very uh, strong voice for that too. But um, we still need to um, keep the fight going and support him, support everyone else as well. Um, and that's what we're doing here, just raising awareness um, and uh, calling on uh, on the government for this ban. So yeah. yeah. Uh, and so oh, that was a good transition because I'm about to say it's been one year since the petition to ban conversion therapy was presented to government. What has happened since then? Has anything even happened? So we, um, of course, uh, Chanel, you've had your speech in, in Parliament. Um, mm-hmm. Max Tweedy, who's a uh, director of Auckland Pride, uh, former co-convener of the Young Greens last year, yes. presented the petition to to Parliament uh, and um, a member of our group as well. He uh, 
and Terry O'Neill from Young Labour have been talking to the um, to the Justice Select Committee and mm-hmm. Parliament about the petition. So um, basically going through and debating uh, the issue with members of Parliament um, to um, see what they can do. Uh, so um, that's still going. We're still waiting on a report from the Justice Select Committee on uh, that meeting as well. It's been about three, three four months since then. Yeah. Um also, uh, Maya Lubick, a labelist MP for Rodney and a uh, great supporter of our cause as well, has um, put forward a uh, bill called the oh, Prohibition of Commercial yeah. Therapy, which is um, it, it's a great bill. I, I'll, I highly recommend reading it. Actually, I might talk about it a little bit later on. Um, and that's currently in the uh, members' uh, ballot yeah. box. Yeah. So, biscuit tin, yeah. yeah. You, you didn't even know, right? It's random. It's yeah. a random draw, yeah. and that's yeah. really unfortunate. So I mean, and yeah, you know, there's, there's probably a lot of yeah. fields out there that are stupid and pointless. So like, yeah. I mean, how do you filter through? <laughs> yeah, there's, yeah, there's, there's 82 bills and Trevor Mallard in his 30 years didn't have any bills picked out. Yeah. So Really? Yeah. Wow. And like there's an MP who's had uh, three bills picked out in his first term, but <laughs> then there's people like Trevor Mallard who have been there for 30 Who's years. Um, picking these Builds out of the ballot. Well, <laughs> is it next Smith? It's uh, a lottery. Oh, it's apparently a, like a biscuitine lottery. I want to so they see have this in. live lottery draw on television. It's, it's a decatine. That's the most kiwi thing I've heard. <laughs> what? A decatine? Wow. <laughs> we stand. We stand so hard. Um, yeah, but it's, it's unfortunate that it has been left to uh, a random draw from, yes. a, from a biscuit tin. The, as Ted Greensmith, former rainbow rep for Young Labour, said last year, uh, the rights of LGBT plus people should not be left to a random draw. Mm. And um, the government has the power to make it law, but they haven't. And so uh, what we need to keep doing is, you know, raising our voices, getting loud and calling on them, using our networks to, to, do, um, to, to make a change. So I have to do another drag performance as Jacinda and... Ah, have you done that? Oh, I my goodness. Oh, I, um, my goodness. Just before the election, I... Uh, did a drag performance to Woman's World by Cher, and I added in sound bites of Jacinda's um, like campaign speeches and oh, stuff. Oh my um, goodness! And also added the um, the AM show segment where she's like, "In 2016, it is inappropriate to ask a woman in the workplace that question." You know, um, so I stand that yeah, so hard. So, um, it's on it's on YouTube if you want to check it out. Everyone. Yeah, definitely. Um, I will. So I'll happily. You know, that's I get like this and I get you people in and want to talk about things like this because I do drag and for me drag is political full stop and so any any chance I can on a stage it's like it's got to have a message behind it other than just getting up there and doing a dip or a splash and lip syncing like there's got to be something else behind it I would love me. to see like Jacinda Ardern get on the government floor and just do a death drop <laughs> honestly next time we hear be like so sis uh, <laughs> want to get uh, your LGBT voters out just like you know do she split. needs to win some of us do back do a sick uh, <laughs> like you reveal she, she <laughs> was at the big gay out this year where she promised and she made a promise and she said that um, uh, given that conversion therapy is happening we have a lot of work to do and we will do the work mm-hmm. however she's done absolutely nothing mm-hmm. Simon Bridges also was there and he said that we want all Kiwis to know that New Zealand is about acceptance and mm-hmm. diversity and he has not openly said that he would support a ban on conversion therapy. So all our leaders have just gone, it's not our responsibility. One good thing, though, is that, uh, so I think one of our successes as a CTAG is uh, getting the young Nats on board as well with oh, the yeah. ban. Yeah. So about two weeks ago, um, the young Nats 
uh, voted to um, uh, endorse uh, and advocate for a ban on conversion therapy and in New amazing. Zealand. Yeah. And I'm surprised. That, no. <laughs> yeah, like it's it, it's stunning, and I'm I'm super thankful to them. I mean, uh, it, it of course it comes a year after Young Labour Young Greens put the petition forward, but now that we have the three major parties. Mm. Uh, youth wings calling for it. I think that the government Surely has an excuse. Some, yeah, someone up there needs to listen. Yeah, definitely. Um, and yeah. act. Um, oh, act. <laughs> Sorry, we don't talk about. Uh, oh no, we don't I talk mean, about act on something. They're the only party who said they won't support it. Young act is literally just like his kid. Does he have? Does he have children? I don't actually know. It's just, it's literally just. There's like three or so members in Young Act, but um. Really? Yeah, they have a family group. We're still talking to them about it, and hopefully they can come on board as well. Three members stunning. Is there a Young NZ first? Uh, We've been in touch with them. There is a Young New Zealand first. However, they have not gotten back yet. Yeah. But how young could the? (laughs) (laughs) How young could they be? Like in their forties, and that's considered young NZ Nat. Uh, NZ um, first, sorry. If, if like Simeon Brown was in the in the uh, NZ first, he'd definitely young be. Young NZ first, is just an <laughs> alumni. Sorry, Simeon, just an alumni. So I guess yeah, that was my next question. Was like, what can the government be doing? But at the moment, it is just a waiting game. For well, the ballot, it is. Although it, you mentioned that Labor do have the power to actually it shouldn't do be something. So when you have a members members bill, so members bill are built from the people outside cabinet. So Milo Beck is not in cabinet. She's a list MP and she has a bill. This bill will not be picked this year because we currently have eight bills on the paper. So there's a paper which has like bills picked out. So for the bill to be picked out, there would have to be an empty space. There is no empty space and there may not be an empty space till next year. So this bill may just sit around. So the government, however, has a power to lift this bill and make it a government policy. I've been in touch with Andrew Little and David Clark, Health Minister and Justice Minister. Health Minister said, it's not my responsibility. Justice Minister, however, is balancing religious rights with human rights. So the message is the government has to legislate away the hate. And that is is just saying, make it a government policy and ban it. Yeah, because, yeah, it's a human rights issue. Yeah, Yeah. but this is not a left versus right versus centre. it's everyone. Yeah. 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 And as Max said uh, before, Max has done a lot of reading of the Human Rights Act. And, um, you know, religious rights uh, are subject to um, reasonable limitations. They're not absolute. And uh, um, conversion therapy has been proven to cause significant harm. It's condemned by every medical association in the country, it's condemned by the Human Rights Commission, the NZ Association of Councillors, and the Green Party has uh, has uh, condemned it as well. Come through Greens. Come through Greens. <laughs> uh, but um, yeah, so it's it's really unfortunate that it's it's still out there. Yeah, totally. Um, I want to go back to Chanel. So you uh, you were raised. Christian. I was raised a Hindu, but in Hindu, a Christian school. Christian school. Yeah. Um, and do you still belong to a faith? Um, and what is your experience with, with conversion? All right. So um, in terms of like religion, I don't associate myself with any religion, but I grew up very religious in the Hindu family and I went to a Christian school. However, I have removed myself from religion. However, I do believe I'm not ignorant enough to say that there might not be any higher being. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, a, it's a difference between faith and religion. Yes. So there could be a higher being, I don't know, but I don't want to follow a set of rules that harm people. And that should be, that's just like... 
Yeah. Common sense. Everyone yeah, I mean, should be like, wow. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Some people have very few brain cells, but. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. In terms of conversion therapy, I've never been through a professional medical conversion therapy. In fact, in Fiji, it is illegal to practice conversion therapy if you're a medical professional. Who would have thought, right? Right. Um, yeah. When when was that made um, illegal? Pretty recently. Pretty recently. Um, I don't remember the year exactly, but in 20, 2010 was when homosexual acts became legal in Fiji. However, the prime minister has come out and said this year that as long as he is in government, same-sex marriage will not be allowed in Fiji. However, Fiji and the medical professionals in Fiji have come to realize that changing someone's sexuality does not work. So they don't do it. However, in terms of like going to school and meeting priests and church leaders, I've had a lot of people come up to me and said, I want to pray your gay way. I'm like, I would hope you would could, like, we would hope that you could pray with the carbon emissions, but. <laughs> <laughs> like in 2017, in 2017, I was volunteering at the Middlemore Hospital when this church leader came up to me and he was like, you have a disease that needs to be cured or it would kill you. But like, not a, si- not a single death certificate in the world says that no. this person died of the disease homosexuality. <laughs> and sadly for him, quite a few of us are still alive. Yeah. What, what do you, why do you think people are like that are approaching you? Is there something about you that just screams gay? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, like, I am the trademark of gay. <laughs> you can't uh, associate gay with someone else. No. I mean, we have the misconception that everyone's femme is gay. That is a common misconception in society that if you're femme, you're gay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think that's why. And how about yourself, Anna Hannah? Have you had any experience in conversion? Um, and do you follow a religion or have faith? Um, I haven't personally gone through conversion therapy. I have friends who have gone through it um, and they've told me their stories. And uh, I joined the fight because it, it's not acceptable in, in this yeah. day and age. In 2019, New Zealand should not uh, allow conversion therapy to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, we are a, a, a modern, liberal, accepting country. We we love our queer community. We say um, that. <laughs> we say that, but, but our laws don't fully reflect that. And there, are, there is much work to be done to advance the rights of LGBTQ plus Kiwis. Um, going back to faith, I was raised in a Christian family. Mm-hmm. I identified as Christian for um, a few years of my life. But um, when I started to come out, I realized that my values, well, who I was, clashed with the the values that um, the, the church portrayed. Mm-hmm. I was, um, before I came out, I was like uh, processing like, you know, my faith and uh, I was talking with family members. And I remember there was, there was this one conversation that really drove it home for me um, and, and like completely turned me off religion. I was talking to a, a close family friend and we were talking about, um, you know, the, the rapture, like the, the second coming of Christ. And he was like, at that point, no, um, infidels will be judged, uh, so-and-so will be judged, and uh, homosexuals will be judged. And I was like, and I, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> and I was like, that's me. Um, okay, this ain't for me then. Because if I'm, I can't follow a God, I can't love a God who, uh, is, who doesn't love me. So yeah. that, that's the point where I was like, this doesn't make sense, like, logically. And so I, I was like, this isn't. And, like, power to you. To, to understand that and be, I want to say brave enough, but then I don't want to offend people who may be listening right, or yeah. out there who can't, who aren't able to break away because they feel like they may disappoint their parents Definitely, or et cetera. Yeah. It's, um, it's very nuanced. And I was, yeah. I was fortunate enough. Um, I, th- there were, it was hard mm. um, to, I suppose, come out as atheist uh, for want of a better term. Um, yeah, yeah. But 
Uh, I, I had many fights with my family over that, mm. not about my sexuality, um, but just about my religious beliefs. Um, but I uh, for, was fortunate enough to have my, my mother and her family who um, aren't necessarily religious and mm. they were very supportive of, uh, they were just like, okay, that's, that's fine. That's whatever. Um, so uh, it was, um, it, it was hard. It did drive a rift between me and my, uh, my father's side, um, but uh, for healing, yeah. Uh, and it's yeah so um that was a pretty big thing as well but yeah but now i'm um i don't identify with any religion um but i i'm still supportive of people who are in the church and who are who are queer whether yes. or not they're going through commission therapy you know everyone you know we don't exist in a in a, in a vacuum of just you know being just being queer just being christian just being uh, yeah. muslim like we we are uh greater than some of our parts and uh, I know many people who um, who are both uh, queer and Christian or, or Muslim or Hindu. Um, at the University of Auckland, there is a group called the LGBT Christian Alliance. Mm-hmm. And I think it's an amazing initiative because yeah. um, it really it, it combines both worlds that you would think are mutually exclusive yeah, yeah, yeah. and gives people Able opportunity to... to uh, together. Yeah, yeah. It, it gives you... It, it builds up... Um, you know, the, the people and makes them uh, happier and more confident in themselves in both aspects of their lives. I think it's a really great initiative and mm. we do need to look at it in, um, in that way as well. So yeah, it's, there are great things out there. In this mm, fantastic. Um, it was great to hear both of your stories um, there. And I guess you kind of both touched on it as to why you're involved. You've heard stories from friends as well. Were you similar, Chanel? You've, why, why you're, or is it is it more personal for you? I mean, I I've grown up in a really difficult family. So like my family just real conservative, um, religious. So I grew up in a tough family, but that kind of made me tough. So I was like, you know, all this homophobia. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I was never really bothered by homophobia till I was like sixteen, and I was like, "Oh, this is not. This is actually not okay. This we is don't not just stand. yeah. This is not mm-hmm. something that some people just do as jokes and insults. Actually, yeah. people want me dead. So I was like, "Oh, it's about time I drop my twink fantasy and start actually. Yeah. And, oh yeah, all you twinks doing bottomless brunch today. <laughs> yeah, it's Sunday. It is the Lord's day, and here we are recording this motherfucking podcast on this motherfucking day." The queers uh, are doing that. I mean, the only reason I go to church is because he's hung. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus would have been, he would have been a Don Top, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're here for that, for Long that second hair. coming. And that third coming and that. On the chest. <laughs> oh, I'm going to hell. You're going to go to jail after this. I'm going to jail. You're going to jail after this podcast. <laughs> Who's coming for me? Jesus. Jesus. Mm, oh, yeah. Amen. Anyway, oh, don't man. stand. Mm. Um, amen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, repent. Uh, <laughs> cool. Any- okay, here we are today, kids, for some uh, confession ASMR. <laughs> Just uh, got anything to uh, confess? Dear God. <laughs> If you are enjoying my podcast and want to continue to hear more topics discussed, please show your support by becoming a Patreon. It's only a dollar a month and it helps me fund the uploading and hosting of this podcast, which I really love doing and hope to continue. 
stunning. Thank you, uh, notification. And I hope to continue doing to spread the love and have some really good discussions about the queer community here in New Zealand and elsewhere. And yeah, it'd be amazing. Thank you. I think there are some really, uh, you know, inspirational songs out there. I mean, there's Cupcake, mm. of course, you know. When, did you see the Taylor? Like, she's maybe, like, quitting music. I like, did. something's going on there. Oh, she's my She's being goodness. held captive by her manager uh, or something. Yeah, Isis is captured her, allegedly, honestly. Allegedly. It's like Marina Joyce, but all over again. Um, <laughs> no, so, uh, yeah, she she said that she slept with Shawn Mendes. Yeah. Well, like, did she say that or she... Uh, she implied, implied. She was like, I'm, uh, I'm sleeping with the boyfriend of that girl who's racist. Uh, you know, the really cute gay one. And everyone's like, oh yeah, Shawn Mendes, it's gotta be. Um, and then she was like, she came out, she was like, actually I'm lying because I want attention because I'm going to retire. Yeah. But it's just like- Someone a- definitely tried to take her down. Yeah. Like it- in Shawn's team or maybe, uh, I don't know, something. Right? <laughs> <But> could, <laughs> be- could this be like a Nikki no thing? <laughs> could this be like a Nikki thing? You know, because Nikki's definitely not retiring. Oh, oh yeah. She's going to release a comeback album. I mean, Adele went in the break and then know. she came she's back like, with Hello. It's my comeback album. It's because like her latest album flopped. Yeah. <laughs> That's how they try to get more sales. Exactly. It's, um, it's all intentional. Oh so, no, I can't wait for Beyonce and Adele though. <gasps> Is that a thing? I mean, someone, apparently. Apparently, yeah. Then Lady, mean, but then Lady Gaga was like, I'm, my new album's called Adele. Yeah. Like, <laughs> what is going on? Are they all going to make an album together? Or maybe it's like Adele doing an Ed Sheeran and she's like going to do like a duet with Every everyone. Single, yeah. That would be iconic. Are they releasing oh, like a, like, a, like, you know how Lady Gaga and Beyonce did like a telephone, telephone and video phone back in the day? Video phone, yeah. And they're doing like a, you know, a FaceTime with Adele or like a, 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 a kick call. That joke did not land in the slightest. I'm like, <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> we're like, where, where are you going with that? <laughs> no, I'll be, be keen for that. Um, Adele, Beyonce, Gaga three-way. Like, that yeah, sounds hot. I think that oh, could yeah. finally be the part three of the telephone paparazzi saga. Yeah. Like, oh, I actually forgot God. about that. But, but they did say in the video that we will never come back in, I think, telephone. They said they will never return Beyonce and Lady yeah, Gaga. They're going somewhere else. But who knows oh. if they ever come back together. No, yeah. perhaps not. They're going to get an EV because, you know, that Humvee <laughs> was clearly a gas guzzler. Oh, honey. Yeah, yeah, 2019, yeah, yeah, yeah. we care about our emissions. Canceled, so yeah. can we get an electric pussy wagon? <laughs> <laughs> the electric pussy wagon. Sounds like a sex toy. Yeah. <laughs> That's the name of my new album. <laughs> the electric pussy wagon by Le- Miss Gina. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the stage electric pussy wagon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a purr and a, a car noise at the same time. Um, wow, sidetrack there with pop culture <laughs> that happens with Queens. Do you guys want to add anything else um, before we finish today? What is the true gay agenda? Uh, <laughs> I'll throw the government, but... <laughs> 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 I mean, the only thing that I would say is that people who have platforms, because there are a lot of people that are helping and doing work on the ground, but that doesn't translate into the movement being... Uh, established on big platforms. So people who have platforms, and I know a lot of people in the queer community do, I'm not going to name you, but I know you do. And it is your responsibility as a human being to make sure that this movement goes forward. So share it on your Instagram story, share the account, share the campaign, follow it, um, write to your MPs, write into your electorate, local MPs, write into your local MPs is so important because if not everyone's reading it, someone from the office will read the email. And when this comes around, People already are aware and they know what you stand for and what your electorate stands for. Yeah. And that works. Like, it worked for us. Like, I, I talked to a few young Nats and then it just it spread like wildfire and it happened in less than a week. So 
you, you, you know, you have power in your voice. So get loud, get crazy, tell people that you want this, you know, and, you know, just make yourself heard. And of course we're in it for the long run. Um, this yeah. is a, is a long fight, uh, logically. Um, but we, uh, we have the time it takes to, to build a movement, gain momentum, and we really appreciate the support that, um, you know, can give us. Uh, I think one of the biggest, um, we talked about drag before, uh, one of the biggest things that, uh, we have in Auckland, biggest platforms is the drag community. And we've already seen, um, them be very vocal recently, um, about, uh, discrimination, uh, about racism in the community, um, with like, uh, Rani and Barnica. So, uh, they've done an amazing job there. And if we can unite around this, yes. uh, an issue that directly affects the LGBT plus community, then we can, we can stir shit up. I'm just like, my mind's like, who, like, I want to challenge a drag queen, like the drag community right now, um, to perform a, a, a number like about this. Oh yeah. There is a queen who is going to do it the next All Stars. So <gasps> I do know that. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. No, no, don't give it away. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Someone yeah. needs to do it. Yes. Um, so if not, uh, <laughs> camp. <laughs> drag Wars, uh, Drag Wars, All Stars, Conversion Therapy, Realness, just everyone comes. It's Ronnie, it. isn't it? Oh my oh. god, why would you? I don't know. No. <laughs> I've got no idea. No, there are, I mean, there are potential. Did I say that because Rani's like, every single performance is yes. political. Oh. And I stand. The first you drag know? show, the first local drag show I went to in Auckland was about a month ago. It was, um, it was all, sorry, Drag Wars. Mm-hmm. Uh, who Which I I've won be... like too many times. Uh, <laughs> uh, this isn't about me. Where, yeah. And it was, um, who I, who I want to be when I grow up. Oh, yes. And oh, Rani's yes. performance uh, to, um, like brown skin, I think the the song was called, mm-hmm. where she poured like mm-hmm. milk and paint and Nutella or whatever all over her. Yeah. I was like, I stand this mm-hmm. so Incredible. hard. One of one of the yeah. most amazing drag performances I've seen in a very long that time. That was stunning. If there's a top on the stage, you know shit's going down. Like, gotta work. It's controversial topic uh, about queens messing up stages before other performers are about to come oh, on. Yeah, so yeah. you have to be re- super respectful. Um, she didn't but... pop it down when she like uh, popped her confetti cannons at the end of its rating men the other time. So, <laughs> yeah. But no, um, yeah, so that was, that was stunning. And um, yeah, all of drag is stunning as well. And there is such a platform, such momentum, such uh, charisma, uniqueness, nerve, and talent. Um, Don't sue us, World of Wonder. We're all thinking about all the money he's going to make up. <laughs> yeah, he's pocketing the, the cash yeah. price of drag. He's waking up in UK. We have no money, please <laughs> leave us alone. But RuPaul, if you do want to support us, we um, will, we, will we accept support from RuPaul? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. Uh, yes. So um, um, yeah. he's gonna drop the transphobic attitude, though. Yeah. We don't stand those queers who are transphobic. Mm. No, ma'am. No. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. Not today, Satan. Not today. No. Not today. Thank you guys so much. Um, I feel a bit more educated. Hopefully, other people do, and just have a bit more inspiration behind them to um, to speak up about things and po- and just post about it. I think is it's free to put up a story, right? You just yeah. share something. And I just want to say, um, I'm going to get all like <laughs> cheesy here, but like you guys are the inspiration. Like you guys just like going out there, speaking about it. Like, I mean, you've inspired me. I mean, I'm 30 and throughout all my twenties, I was not very political ever. Cause like stuff didn't matter to me. And that's where my privilege comes into it because if it hasn't done anything to me, it's like, I don't care. Um, so now like you guys, 
and so many others, Bionica Rani, people that have causes that they're backing is just like inspiring other people who have never thought about other issues. Um, and so thank you for doing your work and hopefully this podcast can just even inspire one person out there is more than enough, but we need more than that. Thank you yeah, so much for having us. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks Thank for having us. Like that, this is amazing, good. and this platform that you've they've made and given to us as well is yeah. uh, oh, and you know truly appreciated. And I'm it's no biggie for me. I just I'm happy to do it because um, it's what I want this to be about. Not just always about me. <laughs> um, so thank you so much for coming in. Yeah. The mics are going to go off and we're going to spill some other tea now. <laughs> if you want that episode, um, subscribe to my Patreon. <laughs> so subscribe to my OnlyFans. OnlyFans account. Yeah. <laughs> Raw content. Yeah. Oh, you can follow us on Instagram as well. Yeah. Should we plug that? <laughs> the links to um, the Conversion Therapy Action Group and um, this course, which is ending conversion therapy in New Zealand. All the links to the Instagrams, Facebook will be on in the bios. And same with these two lovely people. Follow them on Instagram um, and Twitter. I don't know. Twitter's a bit more like you can get away with. Like, uh, you can you be know, shady. You can be, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah that's yeah. where all my opinions go. Like, yeah, it's become yeah, like the new, like what Tumblr used to be back yeah, in the day. Yeah. You could just be like, uh, uh, there's porn on Twitter. Tumblr, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. Oh. Tumblr, we don't speak about her. She died in 2017. I'm they in Tumblr, Ben, well, all, they, no, all, porn. Porn. all porn. Not, okay, I thought it was disgusting. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it was <laughs> shocking. Honestly, is everything. I haven't opened Tumblr since, so <laughs> yeah, neither have I. Oh, oh my god, did we just give up? <laughs> <laughs> you only went on there for porn. <laughs> uh, you can't be. <laughs> okay, well, Kakite, thank you.